What was it you just said? You're tired of me already. I am. I am absolutely. I'm absolutely fucking exhausted. I don't blame you because I'm actually tired of myself, but I can't stop this alter ego that I've picked up. It's darling. It's not an alter ego. It is just you. Yeah, but now I've seen the embodiment of me and someone else. You're it's like making wow. me worse. So if anyone is on TikTok, I'm sure that you've all seen the uh, small. Chinese girl called Xiao Xiao and then her friend Wolong. I'm sure that will jog your memory. Um, Freya and Liv both recognized very recently that this person, Xiao Xiao, is me. I am her. We are of one. Like the way that she kicks off. And it, it has, if my behavior wasn't bad enough as it is, yeah. It has made me worse because I see her do it and I find it so iconic. I'm like, well, I'm just going to be more of me. I'm not going to say that it's not iconic, but... But to live with it is a different story. Like, yeah, way, I completely I mean, agree. I a, you're, you're very Imagine having to live in my brain. No, but you're very lucky that I have a very good sense of humour because I find a lot of that shit really funny. I think other people would have yeeted you across the room already. But when Zhao Zhao... Baby, you ain't yeeting me anywhere, darling. You, babe. you think that you're able to yeet me? You couldn't yeet me two fucking centimetres. I might not be able to yeet you, but I can eat you. No, you can't. Yeah, the I only can. thing you could do is toe punt me in the vagina. All right. Um, you are like her, and especially when she has her tantrums. So, like... She will sit the down. The food tantrums. The, is the very food me. tantrums. It's like, nah! that is so you. It's yeah. so you. Like, it is honestly like looking. But the thing it's is, it's not I even a joke. Feel... Like, I don't watch no, it and go, not. that's a joke. Like, that is genuinely. No, because if Freya doesn't serve like. my dinner quite right, it really does give me an anger that I know. And I know in the moment it's unacceptable. Mm. I know <laughs> it is ridiculous. I can't stop myself. So when I see Zhao Zhao get served something that is not up to Xiao Zhao's standard. Does it make you angry for And I her? watch her kick off. No, I feel a deep sense of recognition. Fair. Because this is what well, you must I'm see glad, when you're looking at me. I'm glad you found your soul twin. If any of you are really good, and I know a lot of you are with like art and IT, etc. Can someone merge my face with Xiao Zhao? Uh, no, not merge your face, but just put the Shao Shao haircut on Scarlet. Oh yeah, I'd love. By the way, that. I gaze, the fuck, I should have gone to Shao Shao for Halloween. You should have. There's always. I'm just going to do it anyway. Every day is fucking Shao Shao day. We have also said that Liv is Wolong. Wolong, because <laughs> Frey is the interviewer that winds me up and like jeez me up, and, and then, then the one Liv that stood behind Wolong, who's there to kind of calm me down and keep me grounded. So it's like a whole thing. Moving on from Shao Shao. Although I could Xiao sit Xiao. and talk about Zhao Zhao all day long. If anyone wants some Zhao Zhao content, yeah, I've we got will. a list of got a iconic videos of hers. I want to talk about the first ever Lesbian, Lesbian Supper Club event. event. It was so good. I don't want to blow our own trumpet. That was like the best but party I've was, been to in a very long good. time. There's, uh, I'm sorry, but it was very Can fucking good. Can I just good. say, and I've like literally told this to everyone afterwards, everyone was hot. Honestly, like, like if you're what? single, don't go to dating no. um, events. Just come to a lesbian Everyone supper club was attractive. Event. Everyone, Everyone had good was crack. Fucking funny. But I did say this though. I was like, 
they've got to kind of like get on a level mm. with our crack if they listen to the podcast. Exactly. So I you feel can't like you've really already listened to this podcast and find it enjoyable if you've if got you, shit crack. If you've got shit crack, you're just you're having a shit time. If you've got shit crack, you're going to be put on your back. Oh. That was so bad. That was I'm so cringing. bad. I'm definitely keeping that in. Um, I think <laughs> I think that it was just so nice to have a space where everyone was fucking queer and these beautiful women were just having a good time and enjoying themselves and being in a narrow I didn't have to cover my glass. I actually Oh, I literally didn't, didn't even think about it. No, but I no, but I always do that. Yeah. Whenever I'm at no, a bar, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't even have, have to think about it. Over my glass. I've only realised now I didn't even Don't think about it. Don't let this give any of you any fucking ideas. Yeah. Except for B, that little shit who yeah. was shoving fucking <laughs> yeah. shots down my neck. Baby Guinnesses. Have a shot. I don't want one. Have one. I literally don't want one. If anyone Go sees on. B at one of the other events, can everyone just laugh at her laugh, please? Because I bullied her about her laugh and now she's got a complex. So I just want to kind of keep it going. Oh, I haven't heard her laugh. <laughs> oh, like that. God. It's fantastic. <laughs> I hope she's not bringing that out on a first date. I mean, no, I think I hope she is. She'll be one I... of the only gingers in the room, so <laughs> she's recognisable. I feel like <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, we're in the Levi's studio and I think we're chatting. I've been a bit really too loud, loud in the because of B's laugh. Anyway, so yeah, it was it was it fantastic. Was so much fun. Honestly, like doing that was an eye opener for me. And we it is so kicked started before, something up we? my ass. I was really shitting myself like quite literally. We had both had really, really bad anxiety and Freya described it in the best way possible, which is the birthday anxiety you have when you're throwing something and you want everyone to have a good time, put that on crack. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how we felt. Because we obviously we are responsible for everyone having a good time. Yeah. But like, there's also only so much you can do. Like, if the vibe's not there and everyone's shit, like, mm-hmm. the vibe's not there. Can we talk about Beth McCarthy? <laughs> I love her so oh, much. She did icon. us such a solid by performing as well, which was, like, a surprise for everyone. Beth is amazing. And her newest, um, newest edition of the EP is I Don't Know How to Talk to Girls, which is an amazing song. Like, it is such a fucking banger. I like her whole thing is, like... Her marketing around this is her getting really bad gay panic because, because she honestly, does. I've never known anyone get such she bad gay panic. She genuinely does. She's not even a so lie. As we, you know, as good friends would do, we start to give her gay panic mid performance, and then <laughs> as Freya always likes to do, which is take it a step too far. Too far is once Beth had finished singing. I don't know how to talk to girls. Freya shoved her tongue down her throat yeah. in front of the whole audience yeah. of people there. Um, yeah. I just don't have the yeah, words. But I'm do also Xiao Xiao. I'm also like really. I'm all about committing to the bit, and that was purely committing to the fucking bit, uh, babe. I, you know, it's not a personal perspective that I care. I actually want I a think... T-shirt that says "Commit to the bit" because I feel like so many people do it. Everyone does something for the bit. You know, you do something. You're like, this is so ridiculous, but yeah. I'm doing it for the plot. Yeah, like you commit to the bit. Yeah. So yeah, the event was amazing. We're going to be doing loads more. So if you didn't get a chance to come, um, hopefully you get tickets for the next time. I was saying the we next should make one it a we're membership. trying to make it Do more it monthly. Um, with the next one we're trying to make more bigger numbers. The next one would no. We're but, trying. Okay, but we don't want to make it too many numbers because no, we max a hundred. Yeah, max a hundred. We still want to have it to be intimate, and not like a club. So we don't want yeah, a club people space. People can talk. It can still be a bar. Um, just whatever I think works, and I think that for us, we want only the best for you guys. So we're we're keeping on, keeping on. Um, Bottoms. We went to the screening. Yes. Warner Brothers invited us to the screening of Bottoms, which was released on the third of November. If you haven't seen it, it is go. hilarious. It's very queer. It's it's very our humor. It's so 
good. What I loved, it was just so non-politically correct. And don't get me wrong, people always take it a step too far and just hate crime. I don't mean it that way, but I mean in the sense where I feel like nowadays the films and TVs jokes, are so, yeah. so overly politically correct that it just takes the funny out of everything, right? It um, was really good. But it was so, it was so good. The premise like of it There was brilliant. a line in it, someone was like, um, the rest of the school don't hate you because you're gay. They hate you because you're gay and untalented <laughs> and like and ugly. Just PC things like that that like <laughs> yeah. a lot of people wouldn't say now in comedy or TV because mm. it would be like oh it's like is that homophobic? honestly so I was raised on Little Britain it was so, so yeah. funny like yeah. it was honestly it's amazing so if you haven't seen it go and watch it I was yeah. really pleasantly surprised so was I because I didn't I really wasn't expecting much I've got to be I honest and not to sound like an arsehole I just wasn't no and it was really amazing um it was one of my favorite films I've like seen in the past couple of years really that's been a comedy um so yeah check it out i am happy as well today guys zhao zhao is still zhao zhaoing but happy zhao zhao because i've <laughs> been to the incredible injectual on uh westbourne grove aka notting hill and have my lips touched up they look amazing which Kissable. i'm really happy about <laughs> freya's still not getting near them but they're looking saucy i can, I can look at them from afar and for my migraine girlies, I have got some Botox as well. So basically my migraines are all to the right hand side in the back of my head and down my neck. So initially I consulted with Injectual because like basically they're all doctors in there. So they're not just like aesthetic um, medical. They're not just there to do aesthetics. Like a lot of them have come from medical backgrounds. So I was speaking to them previously about doing the Botox and at the time, they had advised me they didn't think Botox in my forehead, etc., would be very useful. And because of the amount of Botox and the, the size, basically, of the needles that is needed for the type of migraines that I have down the back of my head and down through my shoulders, they were like, it, we're basically, we can't do it. Yeah. It has to be done by, like, a higher-grade, prof like, medical profession, which is great, fine. Like, I really respect that they weren't like, oh, let's just do the forehead. Mm-hmm. But what I have noticed in the last couple of months since having these load of migraines is that obviously it creates tension all over your head. So I've started to like clench my jaw more, frown more, if that was even possible, <laughs> and like hold a lot of tension in the front of my head. So today, as well as getting my lips done, I have gone and got my grouch frown lines done. I said that she's getting degrouched. I'm getting degrouched. And the like my forehead and basically like the side of my head so my mm. temples and I am so excited to see if this makes a difference yeah. I really feel like it's going to I honestly think as well and I was saying this to Scarlett I've noticed that when she just talks generally she just frowns like I when do. she tries to think about stuff she'll just frown so that can't be good for your headaches if you're always doing this when you're talking yeah Can you imagine the amount of pressure that you're putting yeah. on your head like that oh show? yeah when uh so we we get our work done by a lady called Chantelle. She's fucking amazing. Chantelle Noble Chantelle, is amazing. Love you. Uh, she like obviously has to mark. So they mark your head for the Botox. And she was like, oh yeah. Yeah, the lines are deep on the frown. And I was like, Chantelle, I've literally got photos of me as a fucking child with those frown lines showing up strong. since birth, honestly. Um, so I know that they're there, okay? They're thriving. So the frown lines are going to be gone. But beyond the aesthetic side of it, I'm really excited to see if it makes a difference to like the tension in my head. So yeah. I will keep you guys updated because I know there's yeah. so many migraine girlies in the DMs. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So if if we can all find a solution to get even a fucking bit of a relief, let's also do it, right? for pure aesthetic reasons, because I've been telling everyone obviously about my sauna trips, the gua sha. By the way, the gua sha is still going fully fledged. I've actually really noticed the difference. Fred's actually every day dedicated to something and kept to it for once. But in does, her life. hasn't it made a difference? And oh, also yeah, my the jaw looks way better. Yeah, and also the supplements that I take. So every single morning I take probiotics, the Proven ones, uh, the women's anti uh, probiotics. I take CoQ10. I take um, vitamin D, a thousand, whatever the hell it is. Um, and um, my antidepressants as well. But now I'm doing that, the gua sha. And then next week, I'm going to get some work done on me face. Because there is no shame in the game, honestly. Yeah. Especially if you want things to be preventative as well. Yep. Botox all about preventative, baby. Exactly. But then also when you see yourself being recorded all the time, I've noticed how much I've raised my eyebrows. I was like, I just don't want any more. I, I think want there's to a really fine line face. in doing things that make you feel better about yourself and then getting dissociated. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like I am so I'm really good, I feel, in being so I'm hypercritical of the way I look, right? Yeah. To a massive default. But I wouldn't, I know I would ne never end up looking like a Geordie Shore and only way as Essex type person. No. And that's, that's up to them. Good that's fine. But I know that I would just, I could never and would never get to that point. And again, with Injectual, I know they'd never let us get to that no, point. No, they wouldn't. The first time I ever went there, I had migrated filler on my lip. And it was like a bit like above my lip. And they were like, we're not going to do it. It wasn't you. even that bad. And they were like, yeah, you're, we're not going to do it. And they so like, like a I lot of places will that. just fill on top of that and mm -hmm. let you get on your merry way. I know that at some point these guys would be like, no girls, that's too far, yeah. you're not doing this, or you really don't need that one, we're going to refuse to do it. And mm -hmm. that's what I really like is that they are genuinely like accredited, trustworthy yes. people, which yeah. makes a massive, They're the massive real deal, baby. Difference. They're the real deal. But and yeah. Joelle, the, the <gasps> like owner, is like one of the most captivating people you'll ever be she around. Is, she is just stunning. She's fucking beautiful but she's just cool she's just got an air you know when someone's just got an air about them but you know when Joelle. someone's got star quality that's what i call it oh yeah for sure she's you could see her quality. on selling sunset she'd absolutely oh. she's like christine from selling sunset she but way nicer better but like and nicer. way nicer yeah but Agreed. like that kind of we vibe. should get her on selling sunset yes anyway. so guys yeah we want to talk about closure today and i yeah. think this ties into a, a lot of previous episodes that we've done because we've spoken before about friendship heartbreak we've spoken about personal heartbreak like mm. relationship heartbreak we've spoken about cheating we've spoken about lying we've spoken mm -hmm. about people treating you badly and obviously part of all of those experiences and the emotions that you take from that closure comes into that at yeah. some point or another or sometimes doesn't so mm -hmm. I think today it was really important to kind of pick that apart yeah. and discuss what closure feels and looks like for us. I think it really does depend. Some people I feel like you genuinely need closure from. Genuinely. Like I feel like you need a moment where you can have a conversation with them and they can say to you, right, I fucked up here. We're no longer friends, but I just want to let you know, I'm sorry. My or, acknowledgement. Or say it be like an ex and say, you know, I've come forward. I've thought about everything that I did in our relationship. And I, in the clear light of day, upon reflection, that was bad. Mm -hmm. However, right, so that can be good. It can also be triggering. Like if you, if you are A, not ready to hear that conversation, it's still 
I don't think that's closure. Does that make sense? I feel like you've almost got to give yourself closure because somebody can't you've always give it to you. definitely got to get far away enough from it on your own. Yes. So to give a specific example of that, one of my exes, it ended very badly. Mm. And it was a long time ago. And I feel like I really processed it at the time. Like yeah. I went through all the motions and then I moved on with my life. But it always just niggled me. It just, so I've spoken about this before because I've had another ex where like the dirty was done and I just don't care. Like no. to the point where I could see this person out and they could say hi to me and I'd say hi and I would feel nothing and I've never got an apology. I'll never get an apology. I'll never get an acknowledgement. And I no. do not give a shit. Do you know what? I don't actually think it would make you feel any better. No. I think if she reached out to you now and sent you a paragraph. I just don't care. You'd be like, oh, okay. It just, like, for some I mean? reason, that, <laughs> it just doesn't bother me. But the other one, whenever I would hear about this person or it just triggered me yeah. and it it made me feel a lot of emotions that I always kind of thought that I'd got away from mm. so I recently had a scenario in which I had an opportunity to discuss this with this person and I think this is a bit of advice for everyone is like this person reached out to me and you have to be really careful with the the questions that you ask yourself when you enter into conversations with your past. Because for me, I had to really ask myself what I would get from that and what I'd want from it. Mm. So irrespective of if the other person is coming at you with an agenda, so if they were to be apologizing to make themselves feel better or if they were apologizing to look good or something like that, right? Yeah. You kind of have to let go of any of that and ask yourself... Am I doing this for me? Yeah. And that was the question that I asked myself when I went through, like, is this the right thing to do? I sort of said to myself, Scarlett, it's been years now and something has still affected you by this situation. And I had to ask myself, like, what am I going to get from this? And I thought, irrespective of whatever happens, if I can say my truth, mm. get peace with that, get acknowledgement, whatever that person's coming at it from or whatever they're getting out of it. And I'm not saying they were coming from and getting it, trying to get anything out of it for personal gain, by the way. But I'm just saying for other people, if that yes. were to be the case, I had to let go of that potential mm -hmm. and say to myself I'm doing it for me and anything else beyond that and you know what it has made a massive difference yeah now if someone had come to me and said you need to speak to that person I straight away would have jumped out the chair like someone had shoved a fucking rocket up my ass and told them that I didn't need to do that that wouldn't do anything for mm. me I definitely had to get there on my own I do think that you've matured a lot though yeah you really have and and, and that's less to than acting like Xiao Xiao yeah a little bit. I, I feel like maybe that's why you do act like Xiao Xiao because you spend all your time trying to be emotionally mature and then it has to come out somewhere. Yeah, it's an act. No, I'm joking. No, um, but I do think that you, you should give yourself more credit because I think that that was actually quite a difficult situation that you were put in, to be honest. Mm. And I think that you dealt with it extraordinarily well. Thank you. So, yeah, and, and I got out of that, actually, what I needed. And I, d yeah. I can't even tell you what that was. Mm. I think it was a series of things. But just feel a little bit better. I just, yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't like this was, like, knocking on my door every day, you know, mm. causing me substantive problems in my day-to-day -day life. 
it was just a little thing and I just don't feel that anymore. Mm. So yeah, I uh, I got from that what I feel like I needed and that's a really positive kind of outcome. As I say, yeah. I feel like with my other ex, I just genuinely, and this isn't even me trying to convince myself, feel like I don't need just it. Don't and care. I think for yeah. you, definitely with your exes, we've mm-hmm. spoken about this, you're in really good places, mm-hmm. you've had that closure for a very long time and that's a very healing thing. I think there's a difference though between getting closure and genuinely being completely over the things that someone's done to you and i don't oh for sure but i and i don't mean to the sense where you're like putting it against them but actually being triggered by their past actions some things you can't forget like there are certain things yeah there are certain things so i have closure with both of my with with my exes um however there will be moments within our relationship that will trigger me there's certain things they could say or do that would net completely yes. snap you back into that and then I'm like reality. oh it reminds me of when I was with so and so and they did this yeah, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how I felt and so it is like a triggering thing but I also just think that that's a completely different thing to yeah, closure yeah I'm I not think sure that if that's like closure or just like I think that you need the closure yourself though like you do yeah. you need to be able to give it to yourself we I had think a, that's therapy <laughs> it's kind of like yeah but also like talk to yourself with so much kindness in an area like this you can't yeah. always drag on negative feelings it's no, not good I, for you I'm, I'm so there are certain scenarios in my life where like even back to my childhood like there was a woman from my childhood who was really awful to my mum mm. and she was like a really close family friend and this woman like was just awful hell to on my earth it was yeah an absolutely traumatizing time and she weirdly reached out a few months ago because she'd like seen the podcast and things and basically was like, you know, congratulations on doing well. Um, I just want you to know that like I always like loved you guys and like miss you and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I thought the message was nice, but I thought in no way, shape no. or form would you ever be anywhere near my life again like there is no forgiveness to be had there because what this person done was so just awful like there is yeah. just no forgiveness no no and, and do you know and what I, and I even respected... if they say you can say cheers but yeah no. exactly like, i actually really respected this yeah. person saying that it didn't negatively affect me mm. for them to just reach out but there was definitely no conversation to be had I, from my side i think that it is um I think that a lot of the time it's just them trying to clear their own conscience. Yeah. It makes them feel better. Yes. Did she genuinely write that because she wanted you to do well? I don't know. I think that yeah. it's that guilt that builds up in you and you think shit. Because I've even had this with a girl that I Deep was down seeing. When you know you've done something wrong. Yeah. For there, sure. there was a girl that I was seeing a few years back and we weren't anything serious. It was very on and off. It was whatever. And I definitely fucked around. Yeah, yeah. She fucked around, but then I fucked around worse. And I yeah. definitely acted like yeah. an actual child. Because, so same as me. Because I was just so like underdeveloped. Quite same as quite me then clearly. as well. Like, there, was a, there was a person in my past as well who we're, we're friends now. But yeah, I was mm. really awful to her. Not intentionally, but because yeah. I was like going through so many different like emotional changes within yeah. my life and my relationship that every time she kind of ended up being on the brunt end of that and it was so frustrating because I really loved and cared for this person they're like an incredible person but I carried a lot of guilt with that because I was like actually I gave all my best parts to people who didn't deserve it if anything you would have deserved that more than anyone and actually you got the worst version of me which was 
you know, not great. It's not like I ever done anything nasty, but it no. was like white Messy. lies mm -hmm. to try and not make this person sad that then always got found out and made this person f feel sadder. Yeah. And I've apologized for it since. And I agree that was not only to kind of accept my responsibility and hopefully give that person's like acknowledgement of like I've had my actions, but yeah. also again, yeah, selfishly, I'd say, of course, we don't want to have those horrible scenarios hanging over our head where we know that we could have been better. Yeah. And I think that's fine. It's how, but it's how much this person is self-serving. Yeah, because, well, look, listen, because if I were to apologize to this girl right now and, and give a whole spiel about how didn't I was she, acting. Didn't you try? And she was like, no, thanks. <laughs> you did. Who? Did I? Yeah. I think she ignored she it. She you. It was yeah. years ago. But, oh, maybe <laughs> I did. Oh, fuck. But <laughs> even so... <laughs> Would that really help her? No, it wouldn't actually. I don't think no, that... No, with my person it did because we actually became... Like, yeah, we that's are why friends I mean, a different situation. We were talking and so during being friends and all the conversations we have now, I was like, look, I feel like it's really important for me to acknowledge and just like tell you that I'm sorry for the way that I made yeah. you feel at certain points. It was never because I was trying to make you feel that way. I was just fucking immature. My ex kept really you know, jading my, my mind. And I prioritise that over being honest and truthful and being genuine to you. Yeah. But we live I we think learn, closure, baby. on the flip side though, where we haven't got closure is a lot of the friendship breakups that we've yes. spoken about previously. Um, that's a weird one. Mm. Would I feel better with an apology? I think you or... would from a couple of people. Yeah, I actually would. Yeah. I genuinely would. Depending on the scenario. Am I carrying it around with me every day? No. Do they appear in my dreams though? Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm not, yeah. obviously you can cut yeah. Elena. Like, this one person. That would be who we amazing, had a really actually. close relationship with. It was only for about a year. It was kind of like a lesbian U-Haul, but with a friend. Mm. I don't care. Uh, about an apology i really really don't care like that person exposed themselves far beyond some longer friendships i would i would appreciate it more yeah you would and, and i think that also just like opens up a door where you can be completely truthful as well because i feel like that's another thing that you almost get annoyed about that you're like do you know what i didn't even tell you like how i felt or how what you did made me really feel upset me yes, okay, you could tell them, but I don't think it would be healing or give you closure to do so because I think the response... But then I think just get, an apologise, but... Uh, yeah. Just an apology, but I take again, an apology. not the type of not person... Not going to happen, gonna yeah. But then um, also you can make peace with thinking, do you know what? I don't think that person's ever going to say sorry and I'm just going to have to fucking be okay with that because ultimately it is somebody else's decision. Yeah. You do not own anyone. If they have not come forward and apologise because for x whatever fucking reason it is just let it be let it go yeah and if that person is behaving that way not accepting accountability for anything and not apologizing they're going to go through and have a repeat of relationships where they're going to do that with people and sadly probably will never then mm -hmm. get to a deeper level of friendship with anyone it will be very surface level something will a happen deep friendship. and they will screw themselves over and you kind of just have to let that happen mm -hmm. i mean we had a scenario very recently as well where a friendship breakdown quite literally happened out of nowhere i mean yeah. it shocked me shocked me a lot yeah like i did not expect this one i think with the other the other two friendships that we're referring to we kind of knew for a long time that something was going to break the camel's back yes something was going to be the stick you to break the camel's back because there was way. like there were repetitive things that at some point were going to like snap 
Yeah. With this recent one, honestly, took me completely like by surprise. by surprise. And I don't think that's one that we'll ever get closure for. But that is one where I'm just really not interested in getting it. I think I'm just like, wow. Yeah, because there's, I, not, there's not a lot of other words that you can use, but it's just wow. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that you can never really tell how you're going to feel until that person does actually reach out, though, because mm. you may yeah, be true. saying, no, I don't care. But then they might reach out and be like, oh, shut You know, that, it depends know, on I just how feel good like this, the, this scenario the and this friendship breakdown came so out of nowhere. I would have anxiety. It felt so personal. Yeah. That I think it's not about the apology. Because, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. If they came forward with an apology, I probably would be willing to at least have a discussion. Yes. And I think it would make me quite emotional because I loved these people. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. I think the problem with that is it, the 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 anger and the breakdown happened there so out of nowhere. Mm. But maybe it still feels raw to us, though. You know, when I said I you've really got... I really don't think it does, No, but though. you know when you've got to be open to getting the closure. I just don't think that we're open to getting no, the closure. No, because I am open to getting the closure. What mm. I'm saying is I'm open to having the conversation and the understanding from the other side and the yeah. apology. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever rebuild the friendship. No. So there's, like, two parts of closure, isn't there? Because there's the closure of the apology, which yeah. I think can just, like, serve itself, and then you can walk away. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part of you can get the apology and then also consider if you want a relationship or friendship with this person again. So like yeah. with your exes, you've been able to do that. I can't mm-hmm. think about it now. And this is probably grouch coming through. There are people in my life that I would accept an apology. And cons- OK, there has been people in my life before, like one of my really good friends. I think you're really fair. You put yeah. on this air of I don't give a fuck and whatever. And once they're you're dead done, to me, you're, you're done. done. But actually, you are a very reasonable person. There's, I have actually you forgiven are, a lot in my life. You have forgiven a lot. Yeah. And I can I actually just say you are probably the most forgiving person I've ever met. Yeah, because genuinely for me, are. it's about respect. So if someone's like, okay, I respect that I was like wrong and I apologize. Mm. Yeah, if I think they're a good person, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. This specific scenario, and it's not because I don't think they're a good person, as you mentioned just a minute ago, I think the closure would be nice to just walk away on like a mature mm-hmm. path. I just don't know if you can ever get closure instantly though. You know, when people are like, oh, we've had a breakup, but I've got closure. I feel like you have the breakup and then it's got to be a, at least a few months and then you have a real discussion about it. And I feel for you girlies that are going through that because I know that in that period, it is really, really fucking tough. But I will say one thing. If you're the one that's been wounded, so take, and I, and I mean, you really are the one that you know that you would like someone done dirty to you. I, my advice would not be, you cannot be the victim and also be the person seeking for closure. Yes. You cannot be there. It like, has to be, blanket. it has to be the person who initiated the issues mm-hmm. to come and seek closure. Yeah. And if you don't Because otherwise that, that balances off. Yeah. So like in all the scenarios where, and I'm not saying we've always been perfect. Me and you have had to apologize for things before. God, yeah, 100%. of course. But in these specific scenarios we're talking about, I will fight to the fucking death. That there was that we didn't do anything wrong there. Yeah. So I will never come forward and ask for closure for something I didn't do. No, agreed. And I would say that to agreed. anyone listening to this as well. Yeah. If you know that it was the other person, you cannot get closure. They have to take the moral mm. high ground because that is part of that person accepting that they've done yes. something and wrong. And that is part of the closure. Yes. And the thing is for me is that I have been the person who has done the wrong thing and I have gone out there and I have apologized. You're amazing at that, to be fair. Like you are one of the best people I know, at it, not always straight away, sometimes it can take you a little while, 
but that's better than a lot of people. Mm. You, to a default sometimes, will actually take the blame for things that you haven't even done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you are very, very good at actually swallowing your pride. Yeah. And saying, no, I've done something wrong. There. I just don't think that I gain anything from walking around with my head held high when I know that I've done something fucked and I no, haven't and, said anything and as about much it. As like, I'm I'd like, feel like shit. Yeah, and as much as I'm a fiery bitch, like, I will do the same. That's the double-edged sword with closure. I think there's so many different avenues with it and you have to do what's right for you. You can't force people into an apology nor can you force people yeah. into a forgiveness. And bitch, listen up. If you were the one in the wrong and you feel like somebody deserves closure, pick up the phone. You're probably blocked. Go through PayPal. PayPal. Go send them something from Ikea. Transfer a penny. (laughs) Transfer a penny on Monzo and say, I'm sorry. Okay. Unless you've been harassing them, then maybe just let it go. (laughs) Right. The horror story. So it's not a horror story, but I know it's, again, something that people are still writing in about all the time, asking for advice on. So we're going to go over it again, girls. No, say it nicer. And queers. No, they don't deserve for me to say it nicely. Zhao Zhao. No! <laughs> the title is, I want to kiss my best friend badly. In brackets, she is straight. Oh, here we fucking go. Hello, girls. I'm about to explain a situation with my best friend. There you oh. go. Classic. Mm-hmm. Let's start by saying that I'm, a 20, I'm 23 and I think I'm bisexual, but I haven't admitted it to anyone yet. All my relationships have been with men and I've been watching myself for a while and I have moments where I wish or imagine how I'm in a relationship with a particular girl friend or rather acquaintance we are not close we have written to each other a few times and we bump into each other outside i find her very interesting as a person i'm not sure if i just want to be closer with her be a part be a part of my life or i do want a relationship with her i mean it's all free i think like Mm -hmm. you don't these are just the classic feelings that we've all had Mm -hmm. you're not alone so on the essential part of this email In the fall of 2021, I met a girl, the sister of my ex-now boyfriend. He told me at the beginning of the relationship that his sister did not like and approve of any of his girlfriends. In my case, the exact opposite happened. His sister and I really liked each other. She's a year younger, our personalities match very well, and we get along great. After a few months, I broke up with her brother because the relationship itself wasn't working and I wasn't getting what I deserved. Me and his sister became very close, started going out regularly. She even introduced me to her friends and we were having fun. Within two years, we mutually managed to earn our trust to such an extent and we would have so many moments together that she is now one of my closest, in bold, friends. Mm-hmm. She's one of your funny friends. and <laughs> One of her fingering friends. <laughs> An FF, not a BF. And I am hers. In brackets, this is a serious title for me and it should be earned. Don't think I'm giving it away just like that. To this day, we are inseparable. In constant contact, we share everything, repeat and show each other that we love each other. Mm-hmm. my hometown is Varna located on Black Sea Coast God you're being so specific you better hope she's not listening I know maybe she spent that almost a whole summer in my city one of the things we have in common is that we are both very loving and love to show our love to those closest to us our love language is physical touch oh but like you just it's still our you don't do language. that with friends <laughs> like yeah but it's yeah because our it's like love language it's like if it's so your it's love language it's gay. for the person that yeah. you're with, right? We are constantly hugging, cuddling, biting, um, which is sexual like tension tenfold. We've yeah. got a biter, haven't a we? Biter. Holding hands or just touching in some way. The rest of my girlfriends aren't into cuddling, and we genuinely have very generally have very little physical contact. And I'm super happy when someone else shows their love in the same way that I do. 
I'm sure you don't want your other friends, though, to be constantly hugging, cuddling and biting you. When we are not together, we repeat how much we miss each other. Oh, this is so good. It's just so queer. This is As so I gay. said, she spent almost the whole summer in my city and most of the time she slept at home. We have already slept in the same bed a lot of time and she cuddles into me all night. And before mm. that, she says how she can't wait to lie down and cuddle me. So she says... So gay. <laughs> she says. I... My this God. is just so gay. It's literally my life, like my previous life, yeah. like my young life. I was going to say, which friend? We draw things on our backs with our fingers or simply scratch. Oh, she this is not is ashamed to be naked ridiculous. and change clothes. And Are you taking you the fuck fucking already? piss? Like, honestly. Are you taking the fucking piss? While I'm more shy, she has only seen me without a bra. She is more, much more girly than me. She regularly wears dresses, oh, short dresses, and likes to take pictures. She has contacts with many men. She likes men. She wants sex with men. I'd argue she's over-sexualizing herself to yeah. keep herself in yeah. the heteronormative world, but here we are. Sometimes I find myself getting annoyed when she talks about someone who is texting her. Only fools are not serious for relationship guys, in my opinion. Well, you better fucking hope not, because you'll be more heartbroken if they are. I want her to be with someone who will love her as she deserves. Cherish her and give her the world. Oh, babe, you're in deep. Oh, no. I know she wants a relationship with a boy. She never seems to be interested in a girl. Our personalities are quite compatible. We are a good duo. We have similar thinking about most things and we care for each other. We tease each other in a cute way and we argue sometimes, but not in a negative way. She has repeated many times that I'm one of the few people who does not annoy her. Now this summer, every time we cuddle in the evening, I feel my heart beat faster. I start to breathe harder and I feel she does too. And I just really want God, to grab and edge. kiss her face. Oh God. This is giving me back, like, yeah. deep memories. Deep, yeah. I run my fingers down her back more gently and sexually. In short, I feel sexual tension. I'm curious and I want to know what it's like to kiss her and if she'll kiss me back. Part of me feels she would. Also, I imagine how I finger her. <gasps> Sometimes she looks at me quite dirty and we just sit and look at each other for some time. Girl, she definitely wants a fuck. She's giving gay. Yeah. And you're giving gay as well. She recently suggested it. that we make up our own nicknames so that we could only call each other that. As I mentioned, she's always been interested in boys and I don't know how she will react to me kissing her. I don't want to confuse her or ruin our friendship and make it awkward. I'm afraid to do it because I know I don't know what her reaction will be. At this age, I do not tend to do anything different than before and our relationship will remain the same. That's torture. Yeah. I want the best for her and I think I can give it to her by character and attitude unfortunately she used to say she likes to feel a man's presence to feel smaller and tender next to a man so heteronormative oh, wow, and boring yeah. just like this is society Snort. coming in hard Snort and the rest of things that we've ta talked about convinced me completely that she wouldn't have a relationship with a woman yeah, no. i don't mind kissing or just playing with each other sometimes if she is okay with it and we both agree and know it's purely sexual and just for the moment okay. thing okay okay what advice can you give? I would make the first move because it sounds like right now they she's probably thinking it is that same thing. Someone just needs to make the first move. Fucking I think it. she sounds more like the one in the closet than you. Yes. Um, for sure. But that's that's always the case as we've gone through before. Yeah. I don't think you can go wrong by kissing her. All the signs if are there. If it makes there. you feel any better, you know, when she says about like feeling a man's presence and that. I remember telling my first ever girlfriend before we did anything that I love having sex with men no you didn't yeah and i said why would you say that because i was not so oh, not because like that can't be true but for you it's certainly not true it's so not me i was just so babe when i tell you i was so in the fucking closet i would do anything can't to relate. appear as straight so i would say i never had to take yeah i don't part. really like the look of a penis but i like the feel of it so oh, no! 
Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. just take that. I think like all the Ugh. signs are there that you should do Gross. it. Right, yeah. Okay, there is a percentage yeah. that you're going to get rejected. Yeah. But better know than live in the fucking what if. And also, I've it. been there before. This mm-hmm. is exactly what happened with my first love, my straight best friend. Mm-hmm. I went through four years of literally what you were describing now, okay? Mm-hmm. And I did not get the result I wanted. Like, we kissed and stuff, and then we pretended it didn't happen. And then she'd tell me how straight she was mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Do things to protect yourself. That did not kill me. Okay, at the time, I felt like it was going to kill me to be rejected by this person. It didn't. I went on to bigger and better things. And now I'm with someone that I'm very, very, very happy with. And at that time, that person, I honestly, because it was my coming out as well, thought that that was like the only person in the world. No one else would ever compare. Mm -hmm. Like it was a feeling that I can't even describe because it was like desperation of four years of sheer build up. Yeah, yeah. And it felt amazing when I finally took the thing and I'd done it and we made out and whatever. And then, yeah, I got rejected multiple times after and I would get told that she's like 100% straight. She likes men. She's not interested in me. All of this shit. And it fucking killed me. Mm -hmm. But it made me who I am today. And I don't regret any of it because like... It's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. And I'm glad I'd done that and went through the heartache. Then staying is trying to just be the gay best friend who's in love with her, watching her yeah. getting dicked down by a man, yeah. never knowing what it was like to feel like to kiss her. Exactly. I'm glad I went for it. You need Even to. if I got rejected, like, after. Maybe she needs a bit more... Um, she needs to see what lesbians are actually like. Maybe you should send her, like, one of our videos or something on Instagram and be like, oh, have you seen these girls? Just see her reaction. Also, another bit of side advice. Maybe what you need to do is become comfortable in yourself, comfortable in your sexuality, go on your own journey go out date mm-hmm. girls get yeah. with girls talk about it openly with her yes. see how she reacts this is a and very also, good idea if you go out because you're not making peace with yourself so you're trying to find peace of your sexuality with this other girl who clearly doesn't really understand her sexuality it's not going to give you that because you're not surrounding yourself with mm-hmm. your people you need to go out and you need to find queer friends or go on dates kiss girls have a bit of fun discover yourself think about who yeah. you are own who you are, be happy in it, present that back to her. It'll go one or two ways. She'll either, you'll create a path for her that she didn't even know existed where she will be like, actually, maybe, you know, I do really like this person, even if it's through jealousy or you send her on her own path of discovery. Or she turns around and goes, that's great for you, really not my vibe, whatever. By that point, you're probably having so much fun with loads of other queer people. You won't even give a shit. Yeah, well, I'm just really proud of you Because as soon as I found my people, Mm -hmm. the, the... infatuation I had with my straight best friend dissipated within about three months. And also you've just got other people to just like talk about this kind of shit with as well. And there is plenty more of a fish in the sea. Oh, there is. There's plenty of fish. There's plenty of pussy in the sea. There's plenty of puss in the ocean. There's plenty of... There's plenty of minge in the Mariana Trench. There is... (laughs) Plenty of puss in the pond. (laughs) Puss in the pond. That took me a long time. It did. There is plenty of... No, I'm I'm out. You're out. I'm out. I was trying to think of a O word for vagina There's for ocean. Plenty of clit in the Pacific. No, that's sh- <gasps> pussy in the Pacific. Pussy in the Pacific. There is plenty of oh, vagina, labia. But what's a labia in the um, labia in the uh, the stream? No, labia. plenty of <laughs> labia in the land. Wow, we are pathetic. There is plenty of, there's plenty of boob 
in the <laughs> boomerang. The the, no, <laughs> there's plenty of cunt. What's like, like where? What rhymes with cunt? Front. No. Cunt, munt, dun, one, shun, lunt. No, you need to think of like world. What rhymes with earth? Girth. There's, no, because that's men, isn't it? <laughs> there's plenty of breast in the west. What about those in the south? I think she's in West Varna, she said. Oh, perfect. Okay, on that note. There is plenty vagina in Varna. I know it. There's plenty of vagina if in If you're in China. Varna, can you reach out so we can give this baby gay some yeah. initiation? Give us some Please shit. be kind. We love you guys. We will speak to you. Oh, we've got a very... We've got a very special guest for the next episode, which is literally in two days. Yeah, so, so. will this be out by then? Yeah. You're going to get it out that quick? I'm going to try. Okay, so should we just tell them before? No, just in case. Okay. Just, you tune in. I mean, you're all going to know who it is. You're you're not going to know who it it is, but you're going to know what it's in reference to. And we cannot fucking wait. I am pissing myself. I feel like we've already reached the peak very soon in on this podcast Yeah, I can die now. Like, I don't need to do it after that. No, fuck it. Give up after that. Yeah. Right, love you guys. And um, next event we will be putting on our Instagram very soon. We're trying to work out venues at the moment. It's happening. We're trying to do it in December. We're doing a Christmas clit edition. Christmas tits. Tinsel tit. Santa's shit. Elfie minge. Elfie... (laughs) (laughs) Polar puss. Camel toe. Mistletoe. Do, 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 do. Um, um, Santa's um, grotto. Um, in my botto. <laughs> 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 right, I love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>